0: Welcome back to Ducks on the Podcast, bonus episode. What's up, guys? We are on break right now. Yes, we're eating our sandwiches. Yeah, we're up in the uh, break room at Cherry Creek, and uh, we've been up here for like twenty minutes. We're having a great conversation. All of a sudden, I just realized we just start recording. Yeah, it's like because. We can't put up a podcast this week. You know, we haven't put up a podcast in like... Probably about a week. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we might as well, you know, fit it in right here. Mm-hmm. We've been busy with our aspirations and such. You our know, just Schedules, doing, yeah. Just doing whatever. But, uh... The last time we left off, we had Jake on, right? Yes, we did. We had Jake. Gotta get him back. But, uh what we were talking about before he's 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 here right now yeah but he definitely can't come up (laughs) (laughs) get our our unofficial third (laughs) yeah yeah i don't think so though but uh our what we were talking about was when when children start developing intelligence um and uh i've been reading this this book now by jean piget He's a developmental psychologist. It's the summary of his work, of his best work. And it said, um, before the child starts crawling, and this is, this is all, this is paraphrasing. So, you know, um, like, uh, so, so they did an experiment, you know. Okay. They had, uh, they, they put an orange on a rug, and the kid who couldn't crawl, and he's, he's far away from it, right? He's like a few feet away can't reach for it he's trying all these different things yeah he's doing what he can do so right. eventually this is where the intelligent comes in he starts yanking at the carpet to drag it toward him and and, and it just fucking fascinating i wish i had the book right now but it sounds terrible. yeah I, i'm not gonna run and get it but <laughs> <laughs> there, there's um there's there's more stuff in in it too it's just incredible, man! Like psychology is like the research part of it. It's so hard, like like understanding all these these different forms of research. Yeah, I found this out recently, like uh, um, through my the lecture notes. I, I'm studying my lecture notes, and it's like you have all these different kinds of research strategies. You have descriptive, you have um, correlational, um, then you have research like, regular, like, a actual research. Then you have quasi and non-experimental. And you have to remember all of those, all the details of it, everything. You have to remember how, you have to remember this, the forms of sampling and all this stuff. It, it started to make me think, dude, that um, I, I might just be better suited for philosophy in general and just, uh, just kind of maybe think about other options. I, I was telling this to Will yesterday and, uh and immediately you were Will this? I was telling Will this yeah and and immediately uh he, in, instead of you know being like yeah maybe that's the best option he was like Marco dude he's like he, he always called me professor i don't know if you know that no <laughs> i not because i told him i wanted to be a professor like a, like a couple months ago and he's like every every time i come he's like what's up professor <laughs> this is funny but um he's like no dude you're going to be a professor he's like don't give up on this it's like, like i didn't expect it like I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I'm not going to give up. Like, who knows if I'm going to give up in the future? But I'm not going to give up now, you know. But just some like 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 I always say, it's like it depends on the person who says it, who can give you inspiration. I think Will gave me some inspiration that yesterday.
1: Yeah,
0: not to give up.
1: That's really interesting.
0: Because even 20 minutes of studying a day, um, like like it's helping me remember stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm retaining it. I'm actually interested in studying now, which is something that hasn't been this constant in a long time for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot
1: to say about that, you know. It's like people often get uh, into the idea of doing that of doing something, and
0: then they try it out realize it's maybe not quite what it seemed mm-hmm. i see what you're saying because in college you're constantly like oh my two you like you're thinking about your tuition you're mm-hmm. thinking about if you're wasting time on something so what happens i'd imagine is um i mean i've experienced it where you just get into kind of like a crisis mode where you're like you're like oh, am i am i actually interested in this or am i forcing it am i wasting money on on this yeah. On this major, on this degree, and and then you and then you know you cave and then switch, right? Switch majors, which I mean, in 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 one way,
1: like you're probably never gonna find a major to be super interesting. Like, you're never gonna find it to be ultimately interesting. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be parts about it that are boring. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's, it's just a field of study, and so. Mm-hmm. Some of it's not going to be interesting, mm-hmm. but overall, the big picture should be, you know, if you want to be a psychologist, if you want to, you know, be a or a professor, that's your end goal. Do what you got to do to get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If it's just annoying or it's a little hindrance, then push through and eventually you you will get there.
0: That's you know? exactly what it is, man. It, it, it's a little bit annoying just what you have to go through yeah for the research yeah specifically when i when i talked to my professor um she said if i if i want to become a counselor i'd have to get a phd but like like a master's i even talked to the teaching assistant in my research class he said he he has a master's and he's still working to get his phd and, and he said, even even in a master's, working so hard and so long to get a master's, you're still limited to what you can do. You can be a counselor as a, as a master's, but you know you, you're probably you're probably going to be a lot lower on the hierarchy compared to the rest. Oh yeah. You know for for the the hiring of it. Yeah, but I could. I don't even. I think I could teach it with a master's. Yeah, I, I could. I remember she said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely teach with a master's. But but what I really want is to get a PhD so I can teach my own criteria and be taken in you know be taken Seriously, seriously yeah. Look, look, look if I go to in an interview for a university and be like, I want to teach my own criteria you're gonna be like, Well, you have a masters. I mean I don't know, but I, I feel like I feel like just the the extra leverage of having a PhD would be better. Like Jordan Peterson in creating his Maps of Meaning course. Yes, yes, we Maps of Meaning course where he also did a book called Maps of Meaning. Where he no. would compare um, and contrast psychology with um, with uh, with history, specifically the Gulag Archipelago and uh, Nazi Germany, and um, just, just mostly things in like World War II and and uh, it's like the '60s, Vietnam, and stuff. He would compare the psychology of like how it was back then, things like that. Really interesting book. He, he would. Um, it, it, it's interesting because. Um, the reason I say I want to get a PhD as well is because because um, Jordan Peterson taught Carl Jung. He taught the works of Carl Jung, and it's like apparently that's that's taboo. You know, cause Carl Jung was like into dreams and stuff and shamanism. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna teach about Carl Jung or even Nietzsche, who I don't understand at all, Nietzsche, um, except for bits and pieces, uh, I'm gonna have to get a PhD. For sure, and I'm gonna have to make a name for myself as well, which won't be easy. Well, just find, find uh, enjoyment. I in, do in the in
1: the parts of it, you know, in parts of it, like, like reading Nietzsche isn't, it's not fun, but it should be interesting, right? But I mean, when you're reading him, you're looking for something, but there's so much to. Have you read Nietzsche? Uh, I have read Sentences of Nietzsche. Okay. And Sentences is the most I'll get at for a while. It's a very high level of reading. Yeah. Um, it it takes, takes hours to comprehend pages.
0: Oh my God. I mean, yeah. Jordan Peterson says that Dostoyevsky and, uh, and Net- Nietzsche are on the same level. But I don't think he means, like, reading level. I think he just means, like, level of... an in- He says level of intelligence, but it's like... Complex thought. Yeah, it seems like either... Look, I- I- I'm just exploring options, but I think it's either this. Uh, Nietzsche uses a lot more bigger words. He just wrote differently in general. Um, they could be on the same level of intelligence, but Nietzsche definitely was better at stringing sentences together, and he knew a lot more words than Dostoevsky did. Not to say that that uh, Dostoevsky is inferior to him. I mean, they're great. Um, and these are the translations. Mm-hmm, yeah. Dostoevsky's a Russian writer, or was. Nietzsche was a German writer. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing I want to talk about. One thing Jordan Peterson... Brought, brought my attention to it's after Nietzsche said God is dead he he um he proposed that we should try and find our own values and that's exactly what Raskolnikov did in Crime and Punishment Dostoevsky's great novel um so he was a nihilist the main character was a nihilist and he was also he was also struggling he was struggling between morals and and nihilism So, in the beginning of the book, he has this idea in his head that he's going to kill a pawnbroker, a miserable pawnbroker, and his reasons are always skewed of why he's going to do it. But he basically settles on, um, she would, she would be, um, it would be better off if she just vanished from the face of the earth. Everyone would be, would be a lot happier. So he does it, eventually. And the rest of the book is... Not the rest of it, but but there's there's he's he's very conflicted after because um, he's trying to justify his reasons for doing it, but he can't because it was highly immoral. Because the the morals that religion um, evolved, the, the morals that we evolved with through religion, um, they're not just going to vanish out of thin air just because one guy says God is dead or God is dying. You know whether it's true or not. You know. But, but the idea is that Jordan's trying to get across is um, try try and fight your values. You're not going to be able to because what ultimately is going is going to win is your intuition. It's like where where do morals come from? Where does anything come from? Your intuition. Hmm. Like 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 if we look at this phone or this recording device, we say it's a recording device. You know. The the, fir- the first thing that we think of when we when you look at it; is it's a recording device because we're looking at it. It's our intuition, well, and it's recording right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you look, you look at something like, uh, and you think wall. You know, it's just part of well, my ramblings, but but you know, it just it's deciphering and uh, deconstructing language. Well Yeah, and it's interesting because when you pointed out the phone,
1: the word "phone" is a device that's used to telecommunicate with people right mm-hmm. so saying that makes you think of you know telecommunications even yeah. though when we look at it we see it as a recording was mm-hmm